episode 69 of No Other Crack Pod. Anyway Up. Do you know why it's called Anyway Up? No. Because it reads Anyway Up. Oh, Anyway Up 69. Huh? And that's a lot cleaner than the other bingo calls. Oh gosh, don't <laughs> even want to know. <laughs> Stop. Can I just fact check myself from last week? Yeah. So when we were chatting about unfollowing people that maybe you don't know or you haven't seen, I would... <laughs> I thought it was quite ironic then during the week. I had liked a post of someone I hadn't seen in years who had a baby. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you but, what? What were you going to say? And I said, oh, and you liked it and they weren't following you? No. no, 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 I was. But I would just like to clarify on what I was saying last week. You hate babies? The, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a baby hater. <laughs> that... I like it's fine doing that if you gone on really well with the person that you hadn't seen them in like ten years. Oh yeah, good point. Because you mightn't see someone in ten years that they were just an acquaintance. In yeah, that you case, had no, you never had a meaning rela- meaningful yes. relationship with the person. Whereas there could be someone that you hadn't spoke to or seen in ten years, or like seven or eight or whatever, but you were really close with them at the time. So at there is a difference. Time. Yeah, that's true. We're just referencing last week we were talking about National Unfriend Day, one of those silly days of the year. <laughs> and we were having a wee discussion about this date. And then Trish was just saying that like she, you know, would be wouldn't be opposed to unfollowing someone that she's not seen or spoken to in ten mm. years. But as you said, you mean more so that you never really knew them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, fair so enough. So that's the fact check on myself. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching much or do you want me to kick off the TV guide? Yeah, you can kick off the TV guide. Okay, go. I feel like it's a bit of a doozy this week. You have loads. Uh, no, I have three things and they're mostly shite. <laughs> oh, gosh. Beep. So, I watched Cold Pursuit, which is a film that's on Netflix because it was trending. <laughs> which, and as we know... <laughs> I f- I feel like there's a trend with these trending films on Netflix. Like, uh, how do they become trending? Because they appeal to the lowest common denominator of IQ. Ah, stop it. Uh, That's what it is. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. Ah, stop. Well, maybe. Okay, (laughs) right. I'll probably prove the point now in a minute. (laughs) So... Cold Pursuit, it's a 2019 dark comedy with Liam Neeson in it. So it's an English language remake of the 2014 Norwegian film In Order of Disappearance. So uh, I would give it two ripe avocados. So Liam Neeson's in it. I quite enjoy watching him. He's quite relaxing to watch. But this is a highly violent, aggressive (laughs) film. Oh yeah, is this like Taken on Ice or something? Yes! (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it's like Disney on ice. Which myself and Darren had this discussion already before. Okay, so it's quite a strange film. So he's a snowplow snowplow driver in Colorado, Mr. and he Point. seeks revenge after his son is murdered by a local drug kingpin. So it's very graphic at times. There's a lot of killing in it, but it is yeah, like taken on ice. <laughs> that's the best did you come up with that yes that's fantastic <laughs> thank you put that on the front of the dvd cover <laughs> <laughs> it'll be in the odyssey in belfast in no time <laughs> i'm telling you so yeah two ripe avocados i don't know like uh, 
I can't even really say it's worth the watch. Mm, right, well, it's good But to if know. you like Liam Neeson, give it a go. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I watched <sighs> was also trending. I will learn. <laughs> but we love it. You're doing, public, well, actually, you're doing public service work here. I can't even say that I watched it. Because in the first time on the TV guide of the No Other Crack podcast... I had to turn the film off. It was that bad. Oh, jeepers. What the heck was it? It's called Best Christmas Ever. Oh, no. <laughs> like, was it like a Hallmarky movie? Uh, no, it's not Hallmarky. It's It came out in 2023. It's like an American rom com, but it stars Heather Graham. Mm-hmm. You know Heather Graham? Yep, the she was in the Hangover. Yeah. Jason Biggs, who's in American Pie, and Brandy's in it as well. Remember Brandy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Moesha. Uh, Moesha. Mm-hmm. Formerly Moesha, yeah. So it was, and maybe this will entice people to watch it. Like, I have watched cringy films before and enjoyed them. This was absolute tripe. Just diabolical. <laughs> like, yeah, because that's such like, sometimes you can watch a cheesy movie and the formula is quite comforting. But no, this must have just been watched maybe about twenty five minutes and had to turn it off. Like, what was so bad about it? Uh, the acting, the dialogue. There was. Uh, I was just. I can't even. <laughs> I can't. Mm. I feel like it didn't even suck me in, even for to get in the festive cheer. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, so it turns off. The name like was very misleading. Yeah. Worst Christmas ever. Yeah. Worst Christmas movie ever. Okay, but I like certainly won't be giving that any of my time. Then when you're eating up about it, it apparently was a hit on Netflix. People <laughs> loved it. it. Of but course it was. What are you at Netflix? Like I think Netflix is lying to us. A lot. Mm. I'm questioning Netflix capabilities and choosing films that I like. Yeah, so their algorithm's not suggesting the right things I to you. Yeah. Well, I know this was in the trend and it wasn't specifically directed at me. Yeah. But still. Mm. Maybe you'll watch it near Christmas. I Maybe Darren will watch it with you. I definitely won't. <laughs> so so I can't even rate that because it was that bad. Mm. Please put that written down. I don't really like Jason Biggs. No, I don't like him either. Something I don't trust. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, why, why don't <laughs> you trust him? Oh, the pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't like him. Even on Instagram, I follow his wife. And why? I don't know. I just don't like him. But why do you follow his wife? Not why. Oh, she's like a big influencer in Was New she? York. She's like an author and comedian type person. Oh, okay. Well, don't watch the film. I won't. I wouldn't recommend to you. The other thing then that I started watching that I was really excited and I've only watched one episode but I'll no doubt have it all watched by next week is the Swig, Squid Squid Games Squid Games <laughs> reality show. Oh yeah, I'm dying. That came out today? Yeah, to, we're recording on Thursday. Yeah, today. 22nd. Like, that's such a cool concept. Isn't it a great concept? Mm. And with a Donegal contestant on it? Yes, Eric Roberts is on it. Now, I've only watched episode one. And I just think the production just seems amazing. Mm. It would have been amazing to step into the arena 
like the first task is the red green light mm-hmm. where the doll tur- like jeez that doll had a whiplash <laughs> she turned around the head quir- like quir- oh quir- my quir- god but can't wait to see it must yeah. cost them so much money to reproduce that concept for a game show but there is a season two of Squid Games coming out mm. can't wait for oh. that it was such a good show I wonder when is that coming out or are they doing this just kind of to pique interest while waiting Mm, I'd say it's filming. I thought I read somewhere that it'll be out spring twenty four. Okay. Um. Do did Eric Roberts feature in episode one? Uh, there was a couple. Of sni- no, he wasn't speaking on it. Now there's an awful lot of doses on it. <laughs> was there? Yeah, like there was one young fella on it, and he was chatting, and he was like, "Oh, he's full of it." He was Where was <coughs> he from? American somewhere. Mm. But he was actually number four, three, two. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I am the one. I am the one. Oh, gosh. Just because his number. Yeah. Ugh. He was so just. It takes all sorts. It does take all sorts. But they seem to have really. It's like Big Brother on steroids. Mm. They have these little tasks then in between where they can eliminate people. And yeah. I think it's going to be a great show. I think the only thing that would have added to it more maybe is if they, it probably would have been impossible to do that, but if they were doing it nearly live, not live, but... Yeah, if there was a live element to it. Yeah. A real-time element to it. Yeah, because they are staying in the bunks, like. Mm, That's cool. So... I can't wait to watch that. I have only watched one episode, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. So I'll watch the rest by next week. That's Excellent. all my watching. Okay. Um, what have I watched? So we watched a movie at the weekend. Um, uh, a man called Otto. Yes. Did you see that? Tom Hanks. Mm. I've never lovely? seen it. Oh, it's no, I've never seen oh, it. Oh, it's so lovely. Is it? Um, so it's seventy percent in Rotten Tomatoes with Tom Hanks, a man called Otto, devastated and lonely, a widower decides to take a drastic step. However, his plans are disrupted by a lively family that moves in next door. So Tom Hanks plays the quintessential grumpy old man. Oh, yeah. And I love a grumpy old man who finds renewed faith in humanity movie. Like, that's like up. Gran mm. Torino. Clint Eastwood should have played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he'd nearly be too grumpy. Yeah. But uh, it's that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just so heartwarming. Like, um... Oh, I, I, th- I thoroughly loved it. Mm. I had never heard of it even before we watched it. We were trying so hard to choose the film. I did hear of it. No, I never had. And then we were over and back mm. choosing films. And then Darren just says, oh, you'll love this one. And we, I just says, right, put it on, put it on. I didn't even like look it up. Didn't want to know any context about it. Just stuck it on. Um... And so, yeah, he uh, Tom Hanks plays the grumpy widower and his wife had passed away, like, say, six months prior. And we see him now and he's, like, really struggling to keep going without her. And then there's flashbacks to how they met and their life oh. together and everything. And then at the minute, he's just really moody and he lives um, kind of in an estate in America and he goes round and he's sort of like a tidy towns type person. You know, he's checking everything and he has this real methodical way of, yeah, <laughs> about him. Um, and then this like um, 
Mexican family, like a Latino family move in across the road and it's like um a couple in their thirties and their two wee girls and the wife and the couple is just the she's such a great actress and her character was lovely oh. and she really brings Tom Hanks's character out of himself and reminds him like what's good about life kind of thing. I just loved it. I was crying and everything. Mm, I just thought it was really good. And it wasn't, I didn't get like really good critical acclaim or anything. And it's based on a book called A Man Called Ove. O-V-E. Why did they change the name so much? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, t- a novel that came out in 2012 by a Swedish author um, who drew inspiration from a real life cranky man that he knew. We all know uh, a cranky man. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was my main TV guy, really, a man called Otto. I just, like, trigger warning, there's obviously things about, like, his desire to not be alive anymore. Okay. Um, But it has a good, hopeful ending, like, yeah. so. And it only came out this year, like, the start of this year. Yeah, 2022, it says online. So it was probably, like, maybe the end of last year or something. Or maybe it was 23 in Europe and Ireland. Yeah. Um, so it was lovely, and we're re-watching Arrested Development at the moment, so and funny. I just, <laughs> it never gets old. It is hilarious. <laughs> I love it so much. It's years since I watched it. The same with us, because we, usually we rewatch It's Always Sunny, the, mm-hmm. the US office, or Seinfeld, and then we just thought, no, we can't watch any of the three of those as our rewatch show, so we're on Arrested Development now. And did you watch the latest season of It's Always Sunny? Yeah. It was good. It's finally good again. Yeah. It's finally good. Back to basics. We hadn't spoke about that, had we? No, I don't think we did. I was saying the last episode, I loved it. The Dennis episode. Oh, yeah. Very good. No, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Like, they're definitely back to their old brand of humor. Definitely. So that's all my TV guide, really. A Man Called Otto. Highly recommend. Very good. Uh, World Wide Web. Mm. I'm back to the hacks. Ooh, yes. The people love hacks. The people love the hacks. So this is for Christmas decorating. Right. Darren's going to kill me. (laughs) But this is like a viral shower rod hack for putting up your garlands. Mm. So if you have a doorway, you know that you can get the extendable shower rods. Yes. You just pop that in and you wrap the garland around it. Oh my god, that is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like the perfect mechanism for doing it. Yeah, mm. or you can do it in like small windows either. Mm-hmm. So you just put it inside, extend your shower rod, and wrap your garland around it. Cool. Genius. Then the other thing that I was going to mention, which I found so funny. So this ad came up, I don't know, was it on YouTube or what? But it was Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this advertisement? No. No. And basically it's Snoop Dogg and he's shaking his head and he's like, I know what you're thinking. Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing. So sorry, at the start of it, Snoop Dogg exclaims that he's he's going off the smokes. Mm -hmm. Right, he's going off smoke. So then he's like, I know what you're thinking. Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing, but I'm done with it. The hip-hop star said in the advert. Done with all the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. So Solo Stove hired him for this ad. So then in the ad he's like, Solo Stove fixed fire. 
they take the smoke out of it. Oh my gosh. Right. So he's sitting then at the stove, which I was completely influenced (laughs) to investigate, Mm -hmm. called Solo Stove. Mm -hmm. And it's just flames in it, but there's no smoke. God, what an intriguing collaboration. Yeah. Very clever indeed. But I seen Sky News then had up an article about it as well. Obviously, it was confusing more than me. Mm. Just about how he used because he is just so linked to smoking. Yeah. He's funny. Like, he done the Just Eat ads as well. He does these little unexpected ads. He does. I'd say he's he's made himself a small fortune on these ads. Do you think? Oh, big time. Really? Yeah, because he does a lot of kind of advertising deals and he's fairly shameless about it. But fair enough, like, just eat. I can see that paying well. But, like, solo stoves. I never yeah. heard of them. Maybe they're a big deal. Maybe they're owned by some other kind of conglomerate. I wonder how much is a solo stove. Hmm. I'll just check it out here. But <laughs> have you seen the ad? Oh, so it's not bad. How much not are they? Not bad. Like, 250 euro. God. Maybe that's not the smokeless ones, though. Maybe that's the ones with smoke. <laughs> well, their investment certainly paid off if we're talking about them, Googling them. Yeah. Smokeless. Up to, oh yeah, about $250. Like, they're nice. They're Snoop sitting on it now. Snoop Dogg goes smokeless. Mm. That's the headlines. That's pretty cool. Thought it was smart. Yeah. So that's all my World Wide Web. Hmm. Do I have any World Wide Web? Um, Well, uh, we were actually just at an event all about artificial intelligence there. So I'm like kind of scared a little bit about the World Wide Web. But you know what was quite funny? So we were at an event called Marketing AI and You Supercharge Your Small Business. And there was all different people there talking about AI, ChatGPT, Google Bard, all of these different AI tools. Mm -hmm. And it was funny there because we were, I was like a little bit down to the wire getting my pod preparations done. And I wanted to just encapsulate my thoughts on a man called Otto. So I went to my chat GPT on my phone and I typed in, I says like, um, give me the Rotten Tomatoes um, rating for a man called Otto. Tell me the book that inspired it and give me a quick description of the film. Mm-hmm. And my chat GPT couldn't because it hadn't updated itself to the point where that movie yeah. had come out. So you know the way the speakers were saying that as well, that like chat GPT doesn't have like the most up-to-date yeah. information. So sometimes it just can't help you. You've like bled into my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> well that I just thought like that was crazy that the first thing that I tried to actually not the first thing but the first thing today that I tried to get it to do it actually wasn't able to help me it says I'm sorry for any confusion but as of my last update in January 2022 I don't have specific information about a movie titled A Man Called Otto it's possible that it was released or gained prominence after that date so it like couldn't give me what I wanted from it which so- what I was going to say in my recommendation. Mm-hmm. New work away because I have, well, like, I have no more World Wide Web anyhow. Uh, I was going to say about the Google Bard. Mm. Because ChatGBT, if you haven't used ChatGBT, it only goes up until 2021 mm-hmm. as far as 
information on the internet. Mm-hmm. Whereas Google Bard checks it out with information that's already on the internet. Mm-hmm. But as they said at that event this evening, you need to be obviously double checking your back sources. checking yourself. Yeah, verifying all of that information. But I found the Bard was amazing. Yeah, that's great. And I don't yeah. use that half enough. Yeah. But ChatGBT, I used it. I was doing up a CV for a 15 year old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's great for getting prompts and like a framework. Mm-hmm. Say for the likes of doing up a CV. Oh, that's a great brilliant. job. Brilliant. For any of that real prescriptive template based work, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. And obviously, you just go through it then with a fine tooth comb. And add your own personality into it. Yeah, you're a genius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, just going back as well to AI, I was laughing during the week because whatever I was watching on YouTube, an ad came up, but it was obviously like a hacking ad or something. Well, I didn't know this at the time, but it was Elon Musk, mm-hmm. right? And he started chatting. But then he called himself, I am Elon Musk. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait Holy a minute. Shit. So I instantly thought before I realized that it was some kind of AI thing. Mm. I was like, have I been pronouncing Elon Musk wrong? <laughs> and I was thinking of Barbara Streisand last week. <laughs> yeah. I'm still saying it fucking wrong. But I thought, is it Elon Musk? But in the video, he was like, I am Elon Musk. Please join this. Da, 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 da. But then when you look at it, it was all AI that was doing it. Because it did actually sound like him. Mm. And the video was fairly, you know, it was all right. Like, you would be codded. Yeah, you could be. That's the thing. Like, as they were saying tonight as well, the technology surpassing legislation. So it is going to be really, really hard to determine what's real and what isn't. Yeah. So my recommendation was to you was to try ChatGBT or try Bard. Mm. Like for certain tasks, it is a bit of a game changer. Yeah, there's um, certain things that it'll never be able to touch on. But mm. yeah, like you obviously don't want anything you're doing to become too generic. So it's more. I find it's a, a tool that can help you get organized or get some inspiration or get a first draft is what I always like to call it. Mm. So it's like you've got your first draft, which can sometimes be the hardest thing to actually do. And then you can just fine tune it. Yes. But they are cool. I like playing around with them. Yeah. I wouldn't be heavily reliant or I certainly haven't mastered it yet. Yeah. Mm. I didn't realize now until tonight that it was used that much mm. in businesses. I'm mm. so naive. Mm. Yeah, it's it's great, like especially the automation elements of it, chatbots and all that jazz. Um, because something. Oh, actually, this will be my recommendation. One of my recommendations, one of two. Um, I was helping a local charitable group, um, with an online auction that launched today. Oh. So the actually the link of it's quite long, but I'll try and get all this information out there. But it's really cool, right? So. It's Letterkenny Lions Club. They're doing an, au- an online auction where they've gone around 100 different businesses and asked for a donation. And it's on a thing called New Bidding Owl forward slash. 
Let me just see. I must get this Newbidding right. Owl, isn't it? Yeah, oh, Bidding Owl oh. is the website where you can bid. So it's an online auction. So I'll get you the proper URL now in a sec. But basically you can go on and there's things like... We'll add um, it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll add it in the show notes and there's things on it. So it's new.biddingowl, like hoot, <laughs> oh. com forward slash Lions Donegal Food Banks. So a hundred different businesses around Donegal donated things like a weekend of overnight stay in golf in the rest of Pena, or dinner in Rathmullen House or beauty treatments from different places or a drill from Watson Hire. There's like hundreds of things. Yeah. Um, and you can bid, like you could bid a tenner and you might be the successful bidder. But really? like obviously you would bid substantially more, but you would more than likely bid maybe 60 or 70% of the market value. So you'd get a bit of a deal on it and then all of the money raised goes toward the 21 food banks in Donegal this Christmas. Amazing. So like they're sure to raise a lot of money. So you can either go to new.biddingowl.com forward slash Lions Donegal Food Banks or you can go to donegalfoodresponse.ie and just... um. I think it'd be class because there's some really good things on it. I was like going to say, is there an awful lot of stuff on it? Loads. There's like Shop LK voucher, um, lemon tree or yellow pepper voucher. Sorry. Um, oh my God. Tons of stuff and hampers. So you could end up getting Christmas presents for other people like at a really good yeah. price. But you're also donating money to food banks at the same time. Brilliant. But when I was helping the Letterkenny Lions Club with this, they were like sending me all the information, you know, about how many food banks that they help, how you can bid, when the bid starts, when it ends. So it's running from now to the 7th of December. So you can log on and browse and bid. But I used chat GPT to actually help me form my press release. Okay. Because if you've got accurate information to put in, it'll format it for you and then you can edit it quite succinctly. So say for stuff uh, like that where somebody's giving you a lot of information and it just needs to be formatted appropriately, mm-hmm. that's what those tools are brilliant for. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like they, the Lions Club had to go and do all of the mechanics of the auction and gather all the information yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm definitely bidding on a few things on it. It just finesses it. What Darn it what? I am. Because, like, I might get you a nice present. You'll be getting a night for two in the Rosapen Hotel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? Actually, Sunday lunch in the Ros- a Rosapen Hotel should be good, and I'd save it for Sunday lunch in the summer. Beautiful. Um. So that, oh, and my other recommendation is I was in Belfast and I was in Superdrug and I got my hands on something I'd wanted for a long time, which is the Habalado Tokyo Hyaluronic Acid. Uh, do you? Have you ever tried? No. Have you, do you know that brand? Habalado no. Tokyo. Show me a picture of her. You know, you'll <laughs> know what to see. So there's one sold every three seconds in Japan. I've never even heard of it. And although we know that hyaluronic acid obviously doesn't like penetrate the dermis really... It's still good for like mm-hmm. plumping effects day to day. And I love a bit of hyaluronic acid. So, um, yeah, Habalado Tokyo. And it's, uh, you can get it on Amazon as well. But I always had heard that you got it in Superdrug. But the one on Letterkenny never had it. I've got a picture here now. Habalado. Highlighter. Habalado. Let me see. Am I, am I spelling it wrong? 
Hada Labo, Tokyo. Um, and I got the Super Hydrator Lotion. This is what it looks like. It's like red and white packaging. Oh. Um, I may have got you a gift of a wee face mask of it as well. But Stop I don't know it. where it is, so I'll not find it yet. But you'll get, you'll get it next week. Um, so yeah, I have been slathering that on the past two nights. And I'm quite happy with the effects. Well, now, this is a serum. Yeah. Okay, why did I think it was a highlighter there you were saying? Oh, hyaluronic acid. No. Okay. I thought, oh, that was scary. Scout, um, sit down. Oh, I thought it was my a recommendation. Like, I need to use it a bit more, obviously, till I can fully review it. But I'm quite happy with it already. Oh. It's very watery, though. Like, it comes out in a pump, but it's quite watery. Is it as watery as the snail mucin? A lot wa- more watery. Oh, okay. My snail mucin is still my number one. Mm. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's all I had given my recommendation. Mm. I have some trivia. Oh yes, do share. I like. I don't know what month of the year I thought it was, but you know what I was eating during the week? What? An eaten mess. An eaten mess. Yeah. So lovely. You know, like meringue, strawberry, cream. <gasps> Jesus, fruit. it was lovely. Yeah. But then I was trying to remember why is it called eaten mess? Do you know why it's called eaten mess? Nope. I did hear of it before, but I found some different alternative stories. So, the dessert Eaton Mess is believed to have originated from Eton College, a prestigious prestigious English schools English school in the 1920s. So, it's a boys' school. Mm-hmm. The legend has it that they had a pavlova, a strawberry pavlova, and it was either dropped or messed up. But then some stories say it was even messed up by a Labrador. I don't know where the Labrador came out of, but you can delve more into that if you want. And despite the mess, it was still ate and enjoyed. And thus the name, Eaten Mess. Right. I wouldn't want to eat it after a Labrador got out of it. I know, I was like, why a Labrador? <laughs> but Be yeah. Eaten. I wonder if that were... Um, because all it is really is strawberry pavlova. Messed up. It's mm, nice. For yeah, it's lovely. Oh, Boris. It's where Boris Johnson went to college. Because I was thinking, is he that is where Louis Theroux went <laughs> as well? He uh, is, I, he is an eating mess, is right. Um, yeah, so that was all my trivia. Just a little reminder if you'd like to give us a five star rating on Spotify, we would be very pleased too. And Alan as always keep in touch with us as well. Um it's always nice when we get some DMs from you on at Northercrack underscore pod. Isn't that right? Our handle. Um <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> like, you know, just for the chats as well, or send us anything interesting you've watched, listened to, or read. And we shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye bye.